Would you like to become a multi-million dollar earner while owning your own business and working from home? Well, let me tell you, one of the best pieces of advice I have ever heard is to listen to the people who are where you want to be. So if you answered yes to my first question, you are going to want to listen to today's podcast episode. We are learning from Denise Walsh, who is a mother, a wife, a former clinical psychologist, a motivational speaker, and a multi-million dollar earning entrepreneur. She has helped over one million people find their purpose and fulfill their God-given destiny. And so today we get to learn from her as she shares secrets about creating a home-based business, what to do if you feel stuck, and how to be a successful CEO and parent, and so much more. So get ready to learn. Let's cue up the intro and get started. Welcome to Living to the Max with Laura and Zach. Have you ever wondered why some people are living the life of their dreams and others are just dreaming of living? The truth is, too many people are living an average life and accepting that as their destiny. They have bought into the lie that life is about merely surviving. And that lie is making people broke, sick, tired, and lonely. If you refuse to accept the status quo and desire to live the extraordinary life you are called to, then this podcast is for you. If you are willing to do your part to create your dream life and you desire to fulfill your God-given purpose, then welcome to the movement. The Bible says the thief only comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but that God came to give life and life in all its abundance. God created you with a purpose and designed you to live an abundant life. The question is, will you accept the life he has called you to live? Join your hosts, Laura and Zach, as together we learn from principles in the Bible, how to do our part to get the most out of our finances, health, and relationships. And ultimately, how to live life to the max. Hey, everyone. Thank you for being here today. Welcome back to Living to the Max. I'm Laura, and Zach is not here today. However, we do have a very special guest. And so, Denise, thank you so much for being on today's show, and we are so grateful and thankful for you being here today. Of course. I am excited to be here, too, Laura. Thank you. Awesome. Well, I have followed your business for um, probably about a year, actually, and I just love a lot about what you do, who you are, what you represent. Um, but for the listeners who don't know you, can you please just kind of give a little bit of your, your backstory and kind of your story and let us know a little bit more about you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, a little bit about me. I live in Michigan. I have two little boys. They are Oh, going into fourth grade and first grade. Um, so they're at, their, they're at that perfect age where they still think we're awesome, but they can put on their own shoes. So <laughs> that's the best age. <laughs> um, let's see. So I got into the field of psychology. I'm a master's level clinician. Um, in, and I got into the field of psychology really because of my experience as a camp counselor. I spent my summers throughout college as a camp counselor in, in North Carolina for two summers and then in New York for two summers where I worked with inner city foster kids. And we would bus kids from the city to camp where we would spend a week with them and then they would go home and oftentimes they'd come right back for the next week. So we got to really know them throughout the summer. And I found that a lot of these kids came to camp feeling 
broken, um, their head down low and their guard up high. And I saw changes throughout the summer with them. I saw their, their walls start to come down, their confidence start to build. And I felt like I was able to breathe life into them. You know, they didn't know how awesome they were. And I felt like at that experience, I really could help them see themselves in a way that God saw them. And that's what brought me to psychology because I truly thought like, this is what I'm supposed to do. You know, I'm supposed to pour belief into people and help them know just how cool they really are. And so I got my master's from Wheaton in clinical psych and got my first job and good old Barry County in Michigan here. And it did not take long <laughs> for me to realize it was more about insurance and paperwork and um, procedures. And it truly was about people. And I felt that spark that I had true, like start to die. And I started to think, well, I guess this is just my lot in life. This is just the piece of the, my piece of the pie. You live, you know, as a zombie throughout the week and live for the weekends and not really like your job, but you stick with it because you don't really know what else to do. And I was in that, like, I don't want to be here, but I don't really know what to do because honestly, we're taught to follow direction. We're taught to um, to be hard workers. We're not necessarily taught to think for ourselves, to answer our own questions and things. And so I went through the quarter life crisis where I went, I'm out of school. Now what? Tell me what to do. <laughs> Uh, needless to say, uh, I was praying about it and asking and, and just really kind of seeking my next step and a home-based business came into our path. And for the last 13 years, we've been able to transfer that gift, uh, that love of helping people grow into my business. We were able to quit our full-time jobs, my husband and I, and have been full-time with our company for over a decade. And so uh, it's been really cool to take those steps of faith and experience a bit of fear, but then see the fruit in the process. Mm, I love that story so much. There's so much about it. Like, And I feel like you're right. So many people don't know that there's another way, that there's something else out there. And, you know, um, I love that you've been doing this for over a decade. It means you've had so much experience. Um, I have so much to learn from you. So I'm going to see how much I can learn here. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, like, you know, when it comes to home-based businesses, I kind of want to land um, on that right now. And the world that is, that it's around us right now, it's, it's very chaotic. And there's a lot of people asking that question is, is there another way? Is there something else to do? And so, you know, what is the people who are starting to either hearing it for the first time, like, hey, there are other options or have been thinking about it and trying to make that leap. Like, what is the best piece of coaching or advice you could give to somebody who's thinking about going into a home-based business? Well, I know that for me, I didn't know about entrepreneurship. You know, again, I was taught to be a good employee. So tell me what to do and I will do it well. I'm a bloom where I'm planted kind of girl, you know? And so I had to learn. I had to learn about other options. I had to learn about entrepreneurship. I had to learn about network marketing or home-based businesses. Even if you think about a franchise, right? You spend tons of money to buy a McDonald's and then they give you the manual on how to make it successful. And, and, and that's just another way to be an entrepreneur. You can make your own products or you can partner with somebody who's, who creates it and ships it for you. So I, I had to learn a bit about what being an entrepreneur truly meant. Uh, but what I found was that I could learn as I grew in this business. Like I didn't need to know it all right at the beginning. I could learn as I took action. And so 
I didn't quite know what I was doing at the beginning. I didn't quite know what I was walking into. I kind of thought if I'm going to have a hobby, I might as well make money. But as I kept learning new things, as I kept learning about the industry, as I kept learning what the, like what being an entrepreneur really meant, I felt like I grew my inner confidence and that like that drew me to take even bolder action more consistently. Mm -hmm. At first I had a toe in, you know, you're Mm -hmm. like, let's see, cool. We'll see if I'm available, I'll show up. (laughs) Uh, But then I realized, you know, really once you know what you know, then Mm -hmm. um, I was able to jump in and and learn and grow and pivot and all the things throughout the last decade. So for those of you that don't know much about home-based businesses and are interested in eager to try something new, just know that it's another way to be an entrepreneur. And in my opinion, it's the best way to get started because you don't have a ton of overhead and you don't have as big of a learning curve Mm -hmm. as you learn marketing and Facebook ads and all the things that come with it. Yeah, absolutely. And then the the beauty of it too is, I mean, you can speak to this because you have a team under you, you people who you, who you work with, they want you to succeed. They support you. They, they grow you. And I'm sure you do that with your team as well. Um, which is awesome. And when you're starting and you're like, I don't know what to do. There's somebody there helping you. Well, exactly. That's, I mean, I use franchise as the example because people buy into a franchise, not just for the name of the business, but because they get the support too. Mm-hmm. They have all the other franchise people who are saying, this is what's worked for us. And they have community calls and all of that kind of mm-hmm. thing. And, and so for us, it's a way lower of an investment, but you still have that support and community along the way. Absolutely. And and so for me, that's been my favorite part, right? Yeah. Is being able to add value to people's lives, be able to help coach them, to see themselves three steps ahead of, um, of where they are now and help draw the best out of them. And you do that with a really cool culture of growth. Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing is like you mentioned as well, um, you know, you grow so much during it. And I've heard it said that entrepreneurship is the the personal development course you never signed up for, right? (laughs) Has that been true in your life? Oh my goodness. It's you never out earn your income. Like, hold on, let me say that again. You never out earn your mindset. Mm-hmm. So if you want your income to grow, right, you have to grow your belief, you grow your mindset. And so uh, for me, I really, ha- I had to do that. I had to become a 10 in my business. So then I would attract 10s so that I could believe that I could earn what I would expect a 10 to earn essentially. And so mm-hmm. you, um, you continue to do things that scare you. Uh, yeah. And I think the more used to you get to doing things that grow your comfort zone, um, the faster you'll grow. Absolutely. And you know what? Some people listening to this or, or hearing this or just in general might have the concept that, you know, oh, uh, you know, entrepreneurs, network marketing people, so many of them fail, you know, um, and they might get in like you did and, and they might like have like, think of it as a hobby and, and, you know, they might grow a little bit, they might have some success, but you know, they, a lot of people end up feeling stuck. They just kind of just do all right. They don't really grow and become what they could be and what God has called them to be. Um, and I'm sure you run into a lot of those people. What is some advice or something you can tell those people who feel like maybe they're not in it yet, but they have this mindset blocking them like, I, this just isn't going to work. It doesn't work. The percentages aren't there. It doesn't work for everybody, you know, or people who are in, but they just feel stuck and they, they just haven't grown to where they want to be. Yeah, I, I think the reality is, is that 
it, your business will thrive if you decide you want it to, you know, mm-hmm. and sometimes people are scared of success. They're scared of being seen. They're scared of out earning their family. They're scared of, of being, you know, targeted with negative feedback from people and that rejection. And so there's a lot of blocks that can get in the way, not only with a network marketing company or home-based business, but with anything that you do, that's a bit different than what you are used to doing. And so with that being said, that one of the best ways to overcome those fears that are a part of life, right? They're, they're normal. Those fears aren't necessarily going to go away. But what we do is we grow our desire. We grow our why. We grow our, um, our beliefs so much stronger than those fears. Mm-hmm. The idea is, is, you know, ask yourself, why did you get started? Why did you get started? Why did you say yes? Why are you interested in this? Why is this something that you want to do? For me, I didn't want to stay at my job forever. I didn't. I, I could have, but I didn't feel like I was thriving in that job. And so staying at my job was a big motivator <laughs> to giving me like the push to do things outside my comfort zone and do them scared because I knew it was going to be my way out. So why did you get started? What brought you in? And, and then I ask them to picture themselves in three to five years. Let's say you've been consistent with your business for three to five years. You're hitting your income goals. What does life look like for you? Mm-hmm. Let's really get excited about that because here's what I know. We will stay where we are even if we don't like it because it's comfortable. So we want to grow what we want, again, to be louder than what we don't want. So in three to five years, let's say you um, are consistent with your business, you're making your desired income, whether it's $2,000 a month, $5,000 a month, $10,000 a month, you're doing it. Um, You've created systems with your team so it feels easy and it's fun and the community's there and that kind of thing. How does that feel? And we really want to make that loud. The alternative to that is in three to five years, let's say you do nothing. You don't really jump in. You don't try something new. You stay where you are. Like, how does that feel? Maybe you're in debt and that's the same, or maybe you're in a job you're like, and that's the same. And maybe, you know, what would that really look like? And so you want to paint the picture of both and not just picture it in your mind, but emotionally connect with it. Because I find that when you're emotionally connected with what you want, you're apt to work through those um, speed bumps much faster. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like we always say, it's like if nothing changes, nothing changes. And you know, you do. You have to learn to imp- like empower yourself. And I was telling my husband this the other day. It's like you have to learn to teach yourself how to do things, even when you don't feel like doing them. Yeah. Because of something bigger than yourself, you know. Like, yeah. I often say I work my business based on what I want, not based on how I feel. Oh, that's good. I was literally just telling my husband, that's my problem. I'm such a feeling person that like, I have to write down every day, like what I'm going to do, like well before the day, like I do it at the beginning of the week for the rest of the days, because otherwise I might wake up and I'll be like, you know, you get, you feel whatever that day and you won't, you won't do what you need to do. Yeah. So crazy. But the really cool thing is, um, you also, you actually wrote a book for people who probably are in this situation. It'd probably be pretty good for them. So if you want to share a little bit about that is, um, I read it, I read, read it, the design your dream life, and it's actually an action plan for getting unstuck. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you want to share a little bit about that and how that might be able to help people who are feeling like that. Yeah, absolutely. So design your dream life was born because people kept asking me, 
what do you do? Tell me what to do. I want to be successful too. Tell me more. And I found I can't just message someone on script and say, oh, go do this. This will be how you reach success. Uh, it, it truly is deeper than that. You know, it's more than just a script. It's more than just one thing that you do that is equal to, right? And so the book really helps people be before they do. Mm-hmm. And you have. Exactly. <laughs> and I think that's what we need to do is we need to be, we have to, that's the personal development side. That's the, that's the confidence. That's the belief. That's the, you know, the Care Bear stare is like, you know, you're like Care Bear staring the, the belief out into the world and people will come into your business because they're attracted to that because they're like, I want to be her friend because they believe that you can help them. And so in Design Your Dream Life, we teach the Dream Life Pathway, which is the three phase approach. Um, when first is mindset. So getting, you know, clarity on what it is that you want. What do you really want? What do you really want? What do you really want? Why do you really want it? Um, Shifting in in your um, habitual thoughts to be in a line with what you really want, right? And so instead of going down negative Nancy trail or, you know, our stinking thinking as they call it, we really want to have default thought habits that are taking us where we want to go. So the first phase of the dream life pathway is is your mindset, is your clarity, is asking those questions. The second phase is your heart. So it goes head, heart. And the cool thing about that is when you know what you want and you really believe it, like game on, you know? For me, I knew I didn't want to be at my job, but I didn't quite understand that the business was where I was supposed to be until I did, until I realized I could help more people in this business than I ever could at my J-O-B, that I, that like, this is what I'm supposed to do. When it went from, this would be cool to like, this is part of my life purpose. This is why I'm here. Like game over. Nobody could tell me no anymore, you know, because I knew that I knew that I knew that I knew that this is where I was supposed to be. So, um, the heart is all about belief. It's all about emotionally connecting with where you're going. It's about, uh, being excited about your personal vision and, and even releasing some of the negative emotions that will keep mm-hmm. us stuck. Yeah, yeah. And then phase three is all about action, right? Action, because we can't just do nothing. <laughs> we have to take action. The how shows up when we're moving our feet. Um, but you can take action and not believe and not know where you're going and not have clarity. And that's not helpful either. So we really want to be in this alignment of head, heart, feet, mindset, emotion, and action. Uh, and I can tell you when that, when you're in that alignment, uh, crazy miracle things happen, you know, like all of a sudden you'll meet someone that's exactly who you're looking for. All of a sudden you'll get a referral or all of a sudden, you know what I mean? And it's just Mm -hmm. so fun. And then the last phase is, is freedom. And this is where we really heal through emotional hurts because we cannot create a future if we're still hanging on to the past. And so there's exercises Mm -hmm. in there about forgiveness about letting go and healing and, and really giving yourself permission to fully step into who God created you to be. Mm. And uh, this is what my workshops are about as well, because I feel like no matter what business you're in, or if, even if you don't have a business and you're in a, you know, working somewhere, or you're, maybe you're a, a stay at home mom, like these are skills that everybody can benefit from. Absolutely. I love that. Um, and I, I highly recommend you go get the book. Um, what's the, where's the best place for them? People to get it if they're interested. Amazon. Yep, Amazon. Amazon. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves Amazon, right? I know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so much of that. I mean, I love that alignment piece because it's true. I mean, you, you do out of your being. I mean, God created us to be 
being like he's more concerned with who we're becoming more than anything else but when we become the person then we can do the things he's called us to do and have the things he's called us to have and so um I love that and I love like the action step because um you know that's the, the phase that my husband and I are in right now is like it's hard sometimes to go from the the, the knowing and you're learning and you're absorbing and now you're like, okay, I got to go do it. <laughs> you know, and it can be hard. And I, I'm sure you see that a lot with people that, that action, but um, that's where teams can come in helpful. Right. Yeah. I do see analysis paralysis a lot. Yeah. Like I'm getting on all the calls and I'm doing all the training, but I'm scared to press send. <laughs> <laughs> gotta press send. You gotta press send. It's gotta send those messages. You do. You gotta, my, one of my favorite quotes. Open your business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. One of my favorite quotes from Jim Rohn's is, uh, you plant the seeds, God will grow the trees. And you have to, if you're not planting seeds, what is God going to, he can't, he can't bless them. He can't grow them. And so you've got, you got to do your part. <laughs> so absolutely. Um, well, real quick, a fun question in the midst of all this is, all right, if you could read, if you could tell everybody you met to read only one book, what would it be? I know that's a tough one, right? All right. So, uh, one of the, I, the, this I should, the, I should, preface. I'm going to pick one. Okay. I was going to say, I should preface. Obviously the Bible would be the one, but not the Bible other than the Bible. Okay. <laughs> so, other than the Bible. Other than the Bible. Well, I know one book that really, uh, deepened and sh- shifted me was the success principles by Jack Canfield. Ooh, I have that book. And it's a classic and it's one of those ones where it's a classic for a reason, you know, because Mm -hmm. it, um, it really, I I used it as kind of like I, when I'm doing leadership retreats, I go back to that. And we did what was called the come as you will be party where we pretend Mm -hmm. like it's the year 2025 and we're coming as if I thought that was so awesome. (laughs) It's so fun. And so there's a lot of different exercises and things in there that I've adopted and used with my team. And so I go back to that one a lot. Thank you for joining us for today's episode. We are so grateful for you being here. And we invite you to join us next week for part two with Denise Walsh. And you're not going to want to miss this. She's going to be sharing with you some practical tips in starting a home-based business, how to know who to serve, and letting us in on some of the best business advice she has ever been given. So make sure you're here next week to join us for the second part of the interview with Denise Walsh. Also, make sure you check out today's show notes for links from today's show. And while you're there, leave us a review and rate our podcast. This really helps us to know how we can serve you better. Also, feel free to connect with us at Facebook at facebook.com backslash Laura and Zach or on Instagram at Laura and Zach. Both of those are spelled L-A-U-R-A-A-N-D-Z-A-K. And we loved spending time with you today and we will see you back here next week for part two.